Thank you, Jesus. That is so true. We all have a witness. We all have a testimony that we can share. We can give. We can use that testimony to open the door to somebody that has never heard about Jesus before. Y'all have a testimony. Y'all have a testimony. You're all born again. Y'all, y'all born again. So y'all have a testimony. (laughs) Y'all do. Okay. (laughs) Well, uh, no. (laughs) I have a few, I have a few family members that are from down south. Anyway, well, not from down south, but okay. Um, First Corinthians 14. We're going to start there because the gifts of the spirit it's, it's really important that in order for the gifts of the Spirit to flow out of you, you I mean, you have to be aware of it at the same time, but you have to have the love of God that's shed abroad in your heart in manifestation. They flow, the gifts of the Spirit flow on that river of love. And, and, and compassion, I'll throw that in there, but they flow on that love. I mean, you know, you know what I mean? Um, compassion is a whole, I mean, that's a whole nother message, but... I just, I just want you to see that we're supposed to pursue love, yet desire earnestly. And we'll probably hit this a little bit more later. But we're supposed to pursue love, yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts. Okay? Desire earnestly spiritual gifts. I remember way years back when I first got baptized in the Holy Spirit that I, I saw that. And I desire earnestly, Lord, I, w- I want the gifts of the Spirit manifesting in my life. You know, at that at that time, Catherine Kuhlman had passed, and had just—I think I've shared this before—but she had just passed, and the pastor that I was sitting under at that time, you know, was telling us about her. And I never got to see her. I think on TV was the only time, but I wanted what she had. I wanted to do what she did, you know. And um, and so I've, I've learned a lot more since then. But it's the Holy Spirit in us that works through us to do what she did. Amen. And so, so you desire earnestly, desire, talk to the Lord. I want this gift. I want all the gifts manifesting in my life. That doesn't mean they're all going to manifest in your life on a daily, daily, daily basis, but you're going to have maybe this gift. Whenever you come up with somebody that has a need, let's say, let's say there's something going on with Jeff and I maybe don't know what it is, but I can put my hand, well, I can put my hand on him and find out what it is, you know, (laughs) if the Holy Spirit wants me to know it. You know what I'm saying? If the Holy Spirit wants me to know it, if there's an see the Holy Spirit in you is the need meter. He's the need meter. He wants to meet the needs of the people you come in contact with. He wants to meet those needs. And so he's going to use the gifts of the spirit to help you meet that need. It can be a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, gifts of healing. Um, miracles, faith, um, uh, prophecy, prophecy is always a comfort and encouragement and edification, um, or he can use, uh, tongues and interpretation, but anyway, he wants to meet the needs of the people. He wants to meet the needs of the people. Amen. That's what he wants to do. And he wants to use you. He can't just jump out of my body and go meet Craig's need. He can't do that. He has to prompt me to go over here and say, Craig, do you, do you need prayer for anything? Don't answer that. (laughs) Do you need prayer for anything? He wants to meet that need. He wants to meet that need. So I may have a prompting on the inside of me that maybe, um, Bowen here needs, uh, needs to be blessed. Abundantly above or more than he can even 
think or, or ask for in Jesus' name. We just lose that blessing. Anyway, so, so the Holy Spirit knows the need, and he wants to meet the need through us. And, and some of those ways are the gifts of the Spirit that we can use, the gifts of Spirit. So love, because you have a heart of love. The, God, the love of God has been shed abroad on your heart. You have a heart of love and compassion, and, and, and the Holy Spirit's going to motivate you to help other people. That's what he wants to do. He's going to motivate you to preach the, the truth of the gospel. He's going to motivate you to get people baptized in the Holy Spirit and bring healing and deliverance to them. Okay? So pursue love, uh, um, yet desire earnestly the spiritual gifts. Now let's, um, let's go back to um, Mark. I want to go to Mark for a minute. Okay, let's see. Mark twelve thirty one. Well, let's start with... Um, we can start with 30 and you shall love the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than that one. No other commandment greater than that one. If you're loving your neighbor as yourself, you're going to be fulfilling the law, which is, um, uh, don't steal, don't, um, uh, commit adultery, uh, don't murder, the Ten Commandments, basically. You're going to be fulfilling them if you just love your neighbor as yourself. Amen? And, and so so I want you to see that that love, in, in Romans 5, 5, that love of God has been shed abroad in your heart. You already have resident within you the love of God. And so that river of love will flow freely out of you and the gifts of the Spirit will ride on, ride on that, that love and you'll bring healing and restoration and wholeness to someone else. Amen. So I want you to see that there is no other commandment greater. We just follow. We follow that one and that love. If we're in love, we're going to the gifts of the spirit are going to be flowing through you. That's 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 important to have that love. Now, praying in your prayer language is what opens up the door, which we were doing earlier. And you obviously saw the gifts of the spirit open up. Amen. Did you see the gifts of the spirit open up? Yeah. Okay. Because we had um, we had um, a word of knowledge, and we had a little preaching going on over there, <laughs> and we had healing manifesting, and in, in, in patty praying and ministering healing, and so so the gifts of the spirit will flow on that on that love. Amen. Let's look back now. Let's go to First Corinthians twelve. First Corinthians twelve. And we're going to start here. We'll probably stay in this in this um, chapter a little bit. And let's start with verse one. Now concerning spiritual gifts, I'm in the New American Standard, brethren. I do not want you to be. I think King James says ignorant or unaware. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of the gifts of the Spirit. That's why we're teaching on that, and it's really important that we teach on that because. Like you saw earlier, we want the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit in this service, in this church on a regular basis. That, that's what I want. I want the Holy Spirit to be free to move and do whatever he wants in a service. I want the service to be his, not mine. Not structured in a way that, okay, we're going to go to our word and then I don't have a witness on it. I have to do something else, but I don't know what that is, you know. And so we, we need to find out what the Holy Spirit is doing. And so, um, and so, you know, even in that one place, I got over here and I, I, I said, Jeff, do you have a word? 
you know, and he, he did. And so we just got to have that freedom of the Holy Spirit in our service. It doesn't matter how big we are. It doesn't matter what matters to God is, are we willing to, we willing to obey the leadership of the Holy Spirit? That's what matters to God. And if we can get a, a solid foundation of that established, when people come in, start coming in with a revival, we won't lose that. We're going to stay who we are in Christ. Amen. We're going to stay flowing in the gifts of the spirit because that's the foundation that has been established in this church. Amen. We're not going to have religion here. I'll tell you that right now. There will not be a religious spirit park its car here. No. (laughs) Amen. Amen. And if you see one and I haven't seen it, let me know because it's out the door. Okay. All right. So, uh, first Corinthians 12, one now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant or unaware. So he wants us to know about the gifts of the spirit so that they can manifest in, in our church services. Okay. You know, when you think about somebody that's ignorant, I, I, I was reading a story where this lady, she was an older lady and she took care of this elderly man that was well to do. And, um, and, and when, when uh, it was time for her to retire or leave, he, he gave her a, what she thought was a card. And she thought it was so nice, and she framed it and put it in her, in her house on her wall. And then she um, went about. She wasn't very wealthy. She was poverty-stricken. Or, yeah. Anyway, some, uh, a, a guy came into her <clears throat> house and saw this. It was actually a check for a lot of money hanging on the wall. And so he took the check down to where the, the older guy had, you know, and she'd had this hanging on the wall for years, but she was in poverty. And he took it down to the bank, and, and it was worth a lot of money. And so he asked her, he asked her, he said, why, why, are, you, um, why are you living like you are? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm poor, I'm, po- I'm in poverty. And he said, but you have this check that's worth a lot of money. So he helped her, got her a house, took care of, got everything provided for her, and she was taken care of for the rest of her life. But see, she was ignorant about what that check was worth. She was ignorant. And see, the Lord would be saying that to the church. The church is ignorant about what we have been given. The church is ignorant. The church is ignorant. And I'm, I'm saying even full gospel churches are ignorant. How many people sitting in a full gospel church are being taught how to listen to the sp- their spirit man? Are being taught what the gifts of the spirit are in, the, in their lives? How many? Amen. And so, see, this is, this is your lifeline to God. This right here is your lifeline to God. He's going to lead you and guide you into all truth. And he's going to show you things to come. So it's your lifeline. And so it's important that you know what that is. Amen. Okay, so so if you're ignorant, you're not going to have the benefits of the gifts of the Spirit working in your life. If you're ignorant to it, you're not going to have them working in your life. Amen? God wants us to receive the gifts of the Spirit, but also the benefits that go with that. All right? And you know, I'm just sitting to you young people in the back row. You know your mom and dad, they have the gifts of the Spirit, and they can get a witness on the inside, or they can hear a word of knowledge that you're not where you said you were going to be. So... <laughs> So the Holy Spirit will tell off on you young people. They will. They will. He'll tell off on you because he's, you're under their authority, but he's also wanting to protect you and and make sure that your family stays in in line. Okay. All right. So um, um, let's go on with verse, let's see, verse two. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to the dumb idols, however, however you were led. 
And therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is accursed. And no one can say Jesus is the Lord except by the Holy Spirit. That's how, um, that's how that, that uh, Paul came in there and he said, he said, you guys, and that's the Corinthians used to wor- worship pagans. And they, they would uh, yield over to the occult type practices. And um, you, know who, you know who's bigger than anything the devil wants to throw out? That's God. God is bigger. And so he wanted to make it clear to them. I want you to, uh, if, if somebody is saying anything about Jesus being a curse, then they are not born again. They don't, they don't belong to Jesus because the only way, the, the only way that when, when you're, when you're belong to Jesus, you're going to say out of your mouth, Jesus is my Lord. You'll be able to say out of your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Okay. Verse four. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit, um, there's a diversities of gifts. There's different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. And you can use water as an example. Look at how many forms water will come in. It comes in snow, frost, ice, uh, hail. Um, it comes in steam. Even the clouds are, are full of water. They're, they're water-based or something like that. Anyway, so, the, so there's diversity of gifts. But there's the same, the same spirit. So we can look at water, and, it, and it's, it's the same kind of example. There's different kinds of forms of water, but it's the same basic same thing. Amen? Okay. Um, let's see. Let's go to verse 5 now. And there are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. We're not going to really focus on ministries. We're talking there. Ministries, we're talking about uh, <clears throat> apostle, prophet, uh, pastor, teacher, uh, those the fivefold ministry gifts, yeah. And there's other gifts besides just the fivefold, but we're not. We're, that's not what we're focused on today. And verse six, and there are varieties of effects. Varieties of effects. Um, I think King James says diversities of operations. Is that right? Diversity. Yep. Okay. So there's and there are varieties of effects or diversity of operations, but the same God who works all things in all persons. Diversity of operations. The gifts are different in their function. Using, you can use, um, uh, remember Moses, when he went to bring the plagues, he had his rod. And he used that and wiped that across the land and the plagues came. Um, and then he used a, a rod to part the Red Sea, remember? And then he used the rod to also hit the rock so the water would come out when they were in the desert or wilderness and so his rod that was that was considered um um that was considered uh, the operation or the thing that was used to bring the different manifestations amen is that right is that right (laughs) i think that's right anyway so um there's different kinds and, and there's another one elijah remember elijah and um he had elijah following behind him um, uh, most of the time, but Elijah, he would use the, the mantle that was on him became, became the, uh, the working of miracles. Basically that was Moses as well. Elijah became the working of mir- miracles too, using that, but the mantle was used to bring different manifestations, you know, different manifestations, just like the rod was used to bring different manifestations. The mantle was too, <clears throat> where e- Elijah could pray f- pray for fire and uh, to come down when he was dealing with the, the Baal gods. And then he could pray for rain to stop or start. 
And then, and he had his mantle on to do that. And then when he went to cross the, I don't know what, what crick it was, but anyway, Elijah was still following him around and they went to cross and he rolled up his mantle and slapped that water. Have you ever slapped the water? And then you take a step when it's separating, you slap the water and you take a step. So he was doing that to separate that. And remember, Elisha said, I, I want to be, I want that anointing when you leave. I want that same anointing. <clears throat> and so he said, well, if you see me go, uh, you'll have that double portion. So Elijah then was taken up in the whirlwind. And then, and then he saw the uh, mantle fall from heaven. So Elijah, 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 anyway, Elijah picked up that mantle. He wrapped it up and he did the same thing. He slapped the ground. He slapped the water, stepped out, slapped the water. And so he was doing the same thing. So, so the, the mantle, the mantle there became the, um, the working of miracles, but there was different types. Okay. Um, so, so we can have the gifts functioning in different ways yet still, still be the same, same gift. Does that make sense to you? It can function different ways, but it's still the same gift. Um, I mean, I could give you more examples of that, um, uh, maybe next week, but because we're getting close to time being done here. Um, so the gifts are freely given to everybody. Um, we're supposed to pursue them. Um, also the gifts are broke down and we taught, we, Craig asked about last week, they're broke down into three different categories. There's the power gifts. Uh, there's the um, gifts of, uh, of uh, that reveal the power gifts, the gifts that the reveal, and the gifts that are are inspirational, prophetic, you know, in their working. Um, so we have three different three different categories, um, and it, it's it's like the human. We as flesh beings have the Holy Spirit. We work with the Holy Spirit in the gifts of the Spirit. So it's a it's a it's a divine human relationship that is working on to bring the gifts of the spirit into manifestation. That's why sometimes, you know, in a church service, there'll be three, maybe three people that will give a tongue uh, or a tongue will be given and three people will interpret. And, and it will probably generally be the same thing that's said, but the interpretation may be a little bit different because it's coming out of three different vessels. You see what I'm saying? It's coming out of three different vessels. So, so um, tongues and interpretation in a, in a service can be, can, be, can be different depending on the vessel that is bringing forth the manifestation of the interpretation. It'll be a generally the same, but it'll have a different sound to it or a different verbiage or whatever. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, okay, so now the spirit... the. The gifts of the Spirit aren't given to us so that we um, can get the glory. We, we don't manifest in the gifts of the Spirit so that, look at me, look what I did. It always should be bringing glory to God. The gifts of the Spirit should always be bringing glory to God when they're in manifestation. Not to man, okay? Not to man. Okay, so I'm going to... Uh, we'll probably go a little bit more into that detail, but I just want to go over with you uh, uh, the, th- the, the nine gifts of the Spirit, and then we'll close for the day. We're talking about the revelation gifts. Um, the revelation gifts are 
supernatural wisdom that's imparted to you that you have no, you had no way of knowing, no way of knowing. And um, revelation gifts are word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and the discerning of spirits. Okay, and so, um, so, and that's exactly what they are. It is a word of wisdom. It is a word of knowledge. And all you get is a word. And see what happens sometimes we may hear a word. We may hear a word and then we add our own understanding to it. You can't do that. You can get a word. You can get a word, but you better pray it out and get the rest of it or get more understanding. You can't take a word and then, and that's where you really have to watch. I know I've missed it that way myself before in times past where you, you get a word and then you start thinking, oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. You know, but that doesn't necessarily mean you've taken part of what you think is going to happen and added to the word that the Lord gave you. You, you can't do that. <clears throat> okay, so it's just a word of knowledge. It's just a word of wisdom. Wisdom is always future. Knowledge is always past and present. Okay, knowledge is always past and present. And then the discerning of spirits is always uh, and we'll have examples with these n- this next week, but the discerning of spirits is always un- in the unseen realm. And it can be, uh, well, yeah, it can be um, demonic influences, demons. It can be angels. And it can be um, the human, the spirit, what, what's working in an individual, the spirit, spirits that are working. Okay? The human spirit, excuse me. The human spirit, you, you know. <clears throat> so... So the discerning of the spirits is angels, demons, and human spirit is revealed, okay? Um, it's a supernatural revelation of the unseen world. Power gifts is the next. Power gifts is a gift of faith, the gifts of healing, and the gift of miracles, okay? Those are all power gifts. And then there's the inspirational gifts, the gift of prophecy, the gift of tongues, and the gift of interpretation of tongues. And the tongues and interpretation of tongues is the same as if somebody stood up and gave prophecy. Okay? Same as somebody gave prophecy. They, they, all, they will equal each other. Um, I had a lot more to, to say about that, but I think we'll close and we'll get into detail. And we'll try to finish this up next week if that's what the Lord wants to do. <laughs> and, and then the next week, the, the guys will be here. So um, please tell people... Tell friends, bring, bring a group, bring a crowd. Chairs we're going to pull together next week so that we can kind of get ready to have the chairs all together, okay? So, <clears throat> Father, we just thank you for your word that is alive and active. We thank you, Father, for working in the midst, Father, for showing yourself uh, big and strong and who you are, Father. We just thank you. Thank you, Father, for the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. We just love you, Father. We love you, Jesus, and we love you, Holy Spirit. And we give you all the praise and the glory. You are so good to us. You are so good to us, Father. You not only gave us Jesus, but you gave us the Holy Spirit. And now you gave us all these gifts that we can use, Father, to be more than a conqueror and to be an overcomer, to lead us and guide us into all truth, to show us things to come, to know what to do, when to do, and how to do it. And we just praise you and thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. Amen.